In the world of business, profit is everything. Those that are not profitable are condemned from memory. And the most important business of all is watching anime. Weekly Anime Performance Review, the show where we review the performance of anime weekly. Uh, we are your three high-powered anime business executives. I am John, your CEO of Weebs. Oh, wait, the queen of Weebs. I'm still the queen. I'm Chris, the Duke of Daddy Everywhere. And I'm Andrew, the CEO of the Gloomy Villain Face Loners. <laughs> All right. Time to get into the thing. Uh... We now have nine anime remaining after Peter Grill did not survive the first week of anime. Uh, because the only thing that was worth it about that show was the many funny terms that they used for semen. Uh, which does not a show make, in my opinion. Unless that's the entire show. Yeah. I can be done with that. If it was literally just 12 <laughs> minutes of that, it'd be hilarious, but it wasn't. Well, I, feel like, so I, I feel like that would just be an OVA at that point. Yeah, fair. Fair. I don't think you can make a whole show, but you could make an OVA. I mean... If you went into every language, you could. Someone yeah. prove us wrong, please. Uh, anyway, uh, we have nine shows remaining, including Koi to Producer, uh, Evil Love, which I can't remember the English title of, so I'll just continue Mi to call uh, it. Mr. Love, Queen's Choice. Is that the name of the... Got not the gotcha game, the Atome the game in yep. English, too? Okay. Yep. Cool. Uh, so, we have that in addition to the other shows that we talked about last week. Uh, first up on our list is Operate Ranman. Uh, finally, we get to see episode three. Uh, Operate and Kosame take in Hodato, the Native American boy who wants revenge on a man who killed his father and stole his land. Al Leon arrives from Germany, and he and the crew have a race for the right to keep their storehouse. Uh, <clears throat> Which they're living in. Dude, they still live in the storehouse, yes. Yeah. I, in the second episode, we didn't address it, but they were like, it sure is convenient that the storehouse we wound up in has living quarters in it. Hey. Well, I don't know if it necessarily is living quarters, but... <laughs> they also got a car. They, they did, did get a car, car from this. Which I think Opera is just going to take apart and put into his own car. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he practically destroyed his car. Yeah. In, in the race that they have with uh, Al... He winds up basically totaling his own ride, but does win the car in addition to all the other stuff he bet uh, in his in the wager. And so really, Leon now doesn't have a car. Really, though, what he did was he proved Leon wrong and that he can actually race him, you know, and compete. Well, he said he still has a car because he said that the one he gave them was a backup. Did he? So, yeah, he yeah, said he this is a backup. It's not as fast as my actual car. I mean, I figured he had another one, considering he's the heir to frickin' BMV. Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna see the third company. Because the cowboy is racing for one of the other ones. Big Boss, I think. I think. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, well, the other one's just GM, which is General Motors. You think it's gonna be Disco, dude? Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Uh... Man, I love fake anime brands. I, it always cracks me up. <laughs> like, he was he's from BNW, uh, and he's clearly European, so I guess he's supposed to be from Bavaria. Uh, I want to know how this stuff with Hotato is going to go, because his whole thread, obviously, uh, is that he wants revenge on the specific uh, white person that stole his family's land and killed his father, and that person had a snake tattoo. I'm betting it's going to be a racer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a pretty safe bet. I don't think it's out of the question that it could be Purple Man. The cowboy? It could be. There's also the gas mask people that we've only seen in the first episode. Yeah. Sure. Were they in like the opening scene that showed the beginning of the race? Yeah. And that's not the beginning of the race. That is a special one-day race for $10,000. We missed that the first time. Is it? Okay. Or it's a pre-race. I don't know if it's necessarily just one day. Yeah. But I think we probably have one more episode of Before Stuff. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, then we'll probably they get can't the... can't wait too long. Yeah. What's the length of this one? Is it only one core? Uh, according... Yeah, it's one core, according to Mal. Okay. But I also... I also feel like once the race starts, they're not going to have too much for them to do that isn't just driving through the wilderness. And conflict yeah. and stuff. Like, if there's only going to be eight racers, I don't feel like they can do too much. Right. Well, the thing is, it might not be as much about the race as much as what happens at the pit stops along the way or what they encounter along the road, yeah. you know? Or they eliminate every other racer before they even leave California, and then they just drive across the rest of the country. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Like, they're friends with, or, you know, acquaintances with half of these racers already. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be as antagonizing as a race, because I can't see them purposefully eliminating Al or um, Dellen. So, I think I said this before, but... Like last season when we when we watched it, but I think what's going to happen is the three of them are going to end up with like wrecked cars, and they're going to combine them into mega car. Yeah, you did say that. I remember. Yeah. I remember specifically the word mega car. Mm -hmm. And I think what's going to happen is like Al and Operate are going to be like the mechanics who put it together, and um, Jowlin is going to be the driver. Yeah. Hotato and Kosame are like the they Fighter. throw they fight, yeah. Well Hotato's already like in the first sequence that showed him he's kind of the I don't know if operators are like he he's Navigator. just following the orders, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 gonna be a helpful because he actually knows anything about the geography of the United yeah, States. That as well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's gonna be an episode once we get into the race. They just get lost in the Rockies. <laughs> That's the whole show. <laughs> they they die and just <laughs> lost in the Rockies. No one finds them. Yeah. But, I mean, I did like this episode. You know, we oh, yeah. kind of talked about yeah. the future, but we haven't talked too much about this. But it was a good episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I like the two new characters we got in this one. Yeah, I uh, liked how um, when they finished the race... Upper was like, here, you can have my scooter back since you have to walk back. And I was like, no, it's fine. But then his um, chaperone was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I just love that he has he has the segue in the OP, so he probably builds another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to have. Or it's a misdirect. Or that. It could be. Maybe, maybe his chaperone is going to be following him the whole race on that thing. <laughs> She'll like do the she'll like do the land equivalent of water skiing behind his car. Well, cause I can't see Apparay making an actual weapon. So he made like the rocket powered yeah. kendo stick in the first episode. Right, but that wasn't like not that it wasn't it wasn't a lethal effective, weapon, but yeah. Cause I think they're gonna get in fights with bandits or whatever at some point or they're gonna have to fight for their life. Yeah, absolutely. It's America. Of course, they're going to be crazy people with guns out there. Uh, do we have anything else to say about it right now? I think that's it. All right. Uh, to the surprise of probably not very many of you, I'm going to retain this show. Uh, this has been something that I've been excited about for weeks, ever since it got delayed last season. I am also going to retain. Yeah, I'm retaining. I mean, it had, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we don't have any reason to fire it right now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Besides the fact that I just want to see race. <laughs> but, like, that would be the opposite. Right, exactly. <laughs> that is three retains for Opry Ranman. Next up on our list is Decadence. It turns out that Decadence is an elaborate game for the Gears. <laughs> and Kabaragi's real job is hunting down bugs. However, he agrees to teach Natsume to fight anyway. And that's kind of a bare bones summary because a lot went down in this episode. It was basically all in flashback. This was like an entirely different anime. <laughs> yeah, they really pulled the rug out from under us. Yeah. Uh, so to explain in greater detail. Um... I think they're aliens. They the, are. The world is some sort of nature preserve, essentially. Uh, and humans like... are an endangered species. Mm -hmm. 
Like they said that decadence is just like the thing to do, and it takes up all of Eurasia. Uh, so it's basically just like a nature preserve where these people can like make fake human bodies and go hunt Gaddle for sport, essentially. And, and the it's... humans are not in on this whole thing. Yeah, the humans have no idea. The ones who do figure it out, or at least have any sort of clue, are considered bugs because the aliens are robots. There's some that they're maybe they're they're like AI aliens, I think. Yeah, but they're considered bugs in the system, mm-hmm. and so they're taken care of, and their chip is retrieved. We we did see Kaparagi doing that in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, but regardless, uh. He winds up developing a soft spot for Natsume and agreeing to teach her to fight anyway and takes her to the gear area at the end of this episode. Also, Natsume is supposed to be dead. Oh, yeah. They, like, when he searches her up, when he Googles her, it turns, she turns up dead. Uh, so, some, she's, so she's like a serious bug in the system, more so than the average one. In the first episode, they showed us that she was traveling with her father um, and snuck out on a mission, and there was this big battle, and I th- something happened, but that's when she lost her arm as well. I yeah. think that's when whatever mix-up happened, happened. Yeah, that seems to make sense. And I kind of want to say that, and stop me if I'm wrong, that we might have seen Kaburagi's gear form in the first episode, in the scene where she was a kid. Oh, it's entirely possible. Yeah. I'd believe it. Uh, so yeah, Kaburagi used to be like the top ranked gear, uh, but he, he got caught basically helping a friend cheat. And so he's basically doing this as a prison sentence. John, I don't know if I do believe it because when Kaburagi got caught cheating, um, they take Oxion to power them up. Uh, the aliens do. And it said he had like a hundred and something years remaining. And... As of now, he was pretty much at zero. So that makes me think he might not have been in a gear for a while. Well, I think now, he was at zero because he was refusing to refuel because he was like, this is my last act of defiance. I'm just going to die. Right. So he ran out of fuel. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't think you need to be a gear and do that to get the Oxion. No, you don't. But he had 127 when he stopped being a gear. Mm hmm. 127 years, and he was down to pretty much zero. So, I don't know if it's... if there's some time difference with aliens and humans, or what exactly that meant, but I'm just bringing up evidence to say, hey, maybe he wasn't, but honestly, we should go back and look. I don't know, it's tough to say. I also think the flashback said it was 20 years ago. Okay. Okay. Then she's not 20, so... So, yeah. I, I wonder what the game plan of the aliens is like, what is it really just for fun or because they, well, they also talk about being company property a lot. So it is a food source. So they're told, Hey, this is for fun, but I think it's ultimately most of their jobs. Yeah. And I think this is how they get, this is one way that the, their society as a whole gets oxygen. Yeah. I don't know if it's the only way or what, but that makes me think that, this is kind of like everyone played WoW. I didn't. Bred into real money. I didn't play WoW. No, but I'm, I feel like that's kind of the analogy to people who don't really understand. That's kind of how this works. Yeah, kind of. The NPCs in the game are real. <laughs> and they don't know they're NPCs in a game. It's like that. It's like Westworld or something. But I don't think they're robots. I think Log they're Horizon. Good. Yeah, I guess more like that. Uh, anyway, I think that the title makes more sense now because this is clearly like a very kind of unhealthy relationship. So I think it makes more sense that it's called the decadence now. Yeah. Yeah, well, humans literally live in... They're called tankers because they live in the gas tank or storage tank for the Oxion. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even have a actual housing. When it fills up with Oxion, some of the houses become flooded. And that's why they have hatch doors on all everything. Right. It's not a good way to live. It's not, but they're treated as like a just a species in a game. They're like, oh, look at the poor humans that you're protecting. That's how they're treated. Yeah, it's not 
it's not a good deal. Uh, so maybe will will Natsume get woke to the truth and break the system? I hope so. That's what I think is going to happen and what I hope happens. Probably. I think so, yeah. Which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, I'm going to vote to retain this one because, man, it's cool. I like I like where it's going. Some people were kind of frustrated that it wound up being a kind of way different thing than they originally thought, but I'm way into it. I think this is way more interesting. Yeah, I'm also gonna retain. They they eat the oxyone by butt chugging it. They they do pretty much. Well, the, so their pores are on different parts of their body, but Kaburagi's is on his butt. Yes, I'm retaining for the butt juice. That's the only reason. <laughs> no, but it is funny to say. It's Andrew's kink. Yes, my only kink. Next up on our list is Demon King Academy, or whatever it's called. The Misfit at Demon King Academy. In episode three, Anos meets Ivis, one of the seven demon emperors, and works on convincing them that he is, in fact, the Demon King. Uh, the party visits Anos's old castle to find his staff as part of an exam. I'll be totally honest with you guys. This one still isn't doing anything for me. Did you... I think you missed a very important detail. Sasha tries to kill Misha. Sasha does, in fact, stab Misha in the chest with a knife and tries to flee with the scepter at the end of the episode. I thought you were about to say that, like, I missed a scene or something, but no. I mean, I mean, I missed it in my summary, but I didn't watch yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. It's. It just seems extremely contrived, that whole scene. Like, I didn't feel like it was really built up to that she hadn't actually turned over a new leaf at all. Yeah, well, it was just, I feel like they were building up to that she had turned over a new leaf. Because she was defending Misha from her friends. And it's like, oh, she's, like, growing as a person. I think... She was also under Yekt at that point. You mean Zekt? Zekt, yeah, that. <laughs> yes, but Zekt was only that she was going to be part of the team. Yeah, that's I fair. think that's all that it said. It also might have been her trying to, like, hey, I'm not evil, I'm sticking up for my sister. Hey, question. What's yeah. the point of making a magically binding oath if you can just be like, I revoke it? I think she could, she could revoke it because she had the staff and the cloak. Oh, that's a good. That's actually a that's good point. That's true. That might have boosted her magical powers. Because <laughs> yeah. if she could just revoke it, she'd have just. She would. She'd probably have done it before. Uh, it is fair. We also learned that Misha will disappear at the end of her fifteenth birthday, which is the next day. Yeah, something like that. I'm <clears> sure <throat> that's not actually going to happen. So. And at that point, why did Sasha try to kill her? Yeah, it's... Well, I think we're going to find that out next episode. They're going to whatever, but you know. Hi, can we talk about can we talk about the fact that uh, Misha and Sasha are literally just uh, Rey and Asuka down to the way they speak and the words they use to describe each other? Well, I mean, isn't that just every Sundere and whatever Dere that Rey is? I think she's a Kudere, but I'm not... The most up on my dare terminology. I know I'm kind of a fake ass fraud, but I know you can't call yourself the queen of weebs and not know these nerd otaku terms. Like there's even the fact that like Misha says sayonara when it's like not really that serious of a goodbye, and uh, that she keeps getting repeatedly called a doll by other characters. Well, to be fair. <laughs> She might be like a golem or something. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. Really something know like yet. that. Um, I, I don't think that it's necessarily ripping off Evangelion. I think there's just so many anime that eventually something is going to come along that strongly resembles it. An anime is a snake eating its own tail. Anime was a mistake. And that actually is what Miyazaki was talking about. He was talking... Miyazaki actually was saying, like, anime just draws on itself too much for inspiration so it gets, it's getting stale yeah. that's what he meant by anime was a mistake 
It's just a funny meme now. It is a f- very funny meme. It's true. That's probably why shows like God of High School and um, Tower of God are so popular is because like they're, they are inspired by anime, but they're not necessarily doing the same things that they are. Yeah. Well, I will say, we've really only talked about the second half. The first half, I did enjoy the interaction between Anos and Evos. Ivis. Ivis, whatever. I did enjoy how Ivis was like, yeah, you could be, or you could not be. I don't know. I'm going to be neutral. I'm at I least did. glad that he wasn't able to just bring him over to his side really easily. Right. Yeah. Well, and there is something going on. Someone did some sort of fuckery. So who knows? Yeah, someone kind of altered history to make everybody forget that the Demon King's name was Anos Voldigode. I Alternate theory... He's not actually the Demon King, but he thinks he is. That would be more interesting. But <laughs> yeah. It remains to be seen. Yeah. Or does it? I think pros for this show, I think the plot of, like, the whole conspiracy of someone else being the Demon King is interesting to me. Cons. I feel like they're not going to spend that much time on that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the rest of the show enough to. Yeah. If we're going to have to sit through the rest of it to get updates on that plot, I don't think it's worth it. So I guess I'm going to fire it. I too, I'm going to fire this one. I am going to fire this on the caveat that I know in probably several months or so, I'm going to just end up binging the rest of this. At the end of the season, we'll get an update then. Well, who knows? That might be too soon. Do you just like to binge trash sometimes? Yes! I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. And this is right in the genre of trash that I can binge easily. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I think... I think any show we watch on Whapper, I could watch if we were binging it. It's just watching it week to week that I don't yeah. like. Well, yeah. so, like, this show, Assassin's Pride... Uh, the regularity <laughs> at Magic High School or something like that. You don't like, remember what it's called? No, but those are all three in the same, I feel like, genre that I can binge that I should not enjoy. <laughs> I mean, there's no moral imperative to enjoy good things. Uh, yeah. yeah, but there's a moral imperative to not enjoy bad things. No, there isn't. I think if you want only good things then there's a moral imperative not to i don't know we are we are way beyond the scope of this podcast right now why why not we are discussing the epic the ethics of liking things no it's, i mean it's interesting like who said we were talking about anime <laughs> you're not obligated to like things because they're good like my favorite movie is army of darkness which you could call it a bad movie if you don't know what entertainment is Next up on our list is Mr. Love Queen's Choice. Mr. Love Queen's Choice. Okay. I was going to say President's Choice, but that didn't sound right. So in this episode, producer lady tries to prop up her failing TV show. In the process, she meets Kiro the Idol, Lucian the Professor who tells her about Evolvers, and Victor the CEO. Uh, There's also some shenanigans with a magical warping homeless man and the flying cop who's after him. Gavin. Sure. Did they say his name in this episode? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. They didn't say her name either, did they? I don't think she has one. Okay. She doesn't have a name. I looked, I looked this up on Wikipedia, and they just have her listed as I slash Watashi. Well, so here's the thing. She's named in, or quote-unquote named, I think, in a foreign version, but she's just main character. That's... Okay, so since she doesn't have a name, and Andrew is the only one of us who's played it, I I vote that we not that we call her Andy. We should refer to her exclusively no. as we should refer to her as this whole the phrase that one leak from Veggie Tales. Let's just call her that one bitch. She's she's <laughs> been around since show number one, and they still haven't given her a name. Like, honestly, she looks a lot like Eno from Kaguya-sama. A bit, yeah. That was literally my first thought when I saw her. I was like, this is Eno. Eno, but she's a TV producer, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
email that she has the harem now. So, so yeah, basically she is a she does like a paranormal TV show. And then she meets this guy who's not even a physicist, but explains wormholes to her. Uh, <laughs> He's a super smart neuroscientist. Yeah, but you don't need to know physics to do neuroscience. But I, I digress. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't really need to know physics. I Ooh, dip. <laughs> Any physicians out there? Ain't not physicians. <laughs> physicists. Physicians. <laughs> 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 He's a uh, okay. He's a doctor, which means he's probably a physician. So that's why he knows physics. Uh, but yeah, he basically explains what evolvers are, and they're basically X Men. Yeah. Uh, and I think the implication is that all four of her potential suitors are in fact X Men. I mean, one of them was flying. That's an X Men thing to do. One of them literally stopped time in this episode. Yeah, he did do that. Twice. One of them, they had a conversation about like, hey, people like you. Yeah, we got introduced to three of our four harem boys in this episode. But, I don't know, none of them seemed particularly interesting to me. None of them grabbed my attention. Here's the thing. It is an Atoma game. Yeah, I know. The main character is flat as shit. Uh Uh-huh. And... All of the choices are stereotypes type of thing. Like it's They're just trying to cover a wide range of bases. Right. And you don't play games like this for the story. Is there like eye candy in this one? Um in the anime, I don't know if there's going to be. But is there in the game? Is what I'm asking. There are special events that unlock special cards, yes. Oh yeah. Oh nice. I'm down for it's that. how saucy does nothing... it get? Most you can do is get like, oh, they're in a swimsuit or something. Oh, that's no fun. Like there was a wedding event that people wailed out for. So I didn't because I don't have. Oh, yeah. Wail out. That's a I thought you meant like I thought you meant like just yell. But no, wail, like spend money. They can't get married. Uh, Well, so the thing is that also there's a lot of dates that I think are in the game that aren't going to be in this because they're going to just stick to the main story. Yeah. Okay, and I have to imagine that the dates are probably more interesting than the main story. They give the characters personality. They're kind of lacking that right now. (laughs) Like, the whole conversation she had with Kiro... To be fair, this is chapter one. I know, but like the whole conversation she had with Kiro was, hey, you like potato chips? (laughs) Well, does he? I think so. In the game, he calls her Miss Chips. I don't know if um, ever changes, but yes. Okay, fair, I guess. That's kind of cute. I'm upset that if we're only getting the main story, the best interactions are that there's like a Twitter posting that you can do. Mm-hmm. The characters all comment on it. Yeah. The Goldman is such, such a shill for his boss, as well as one of Gavin's friends. Like, they're so... Very interesting interactions that we're not going to get. And I don't even know if these characters are going to have any screen time. It's like, they're some of the best parts. So what I'm hearing is we should probably just all go play the game real quick. How many hours? Let's see if it's on howlongtobeat.com. Um, it's technically still coming out. I've already forgotten the title again. <laughs> Mr. Love Queen's Choice. Why is it called that? I only know a little bit. Uh, it's not a, It's not on howlongtobeat.com, so... Because it's one of those stamina games, and you got to, like, collect your oh, stuff. Oh, it's a gotcha yeah. game. They don't let you do it quickly. <laughs> it's pronounced gacha, actually. It's pronounced gacha. Not it's gacha. Pronounced, it's pronounced kachow. Kachow. <laughs> yeah. I think that... As of right now, my stance is to fire it because it hasn't really drawn me in so far. And it seems, based on Andrew's conjecture, that this adaptation is likely to fail to capture what charm the original had. Yeah, I'm going to retain just because I hope it does. And I'm willing to watch more of this. 
I'm willing to give it... I'm going to retain it. I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt since it's just the first episode. And plus, I'm not, like, desperate for something to fire this week. I, I demand blood. I'm going to launch it from my Steam library real quick. You know, you know who can probably launch blood? Who? The god of high school. <laughs> Smooth. We're speaking uh, of launching blood. Let's just skip this one. And... Anyway, God of High School. Hey, we're back. Uh, the, in this episode, the prelims truly begin. Uh, Gamdo, the Tai Chi practitioner, faces Manseok, the Taekwondo criminal, and is defeated before Mori intervenes, risking punishment. I think that this episode had more of everything that was great about the first one. Uh, like, yeah. obviously, it's yeah. slick as hell to look at. Uh, we got some more insight into Rival Man. Mm -hmm. uh, his name's Manseok. Uh, and he is a Taekwondo practitioner, but of a different style of Taekwondo. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much an anything goes yeah. type of style. In, in the show, they imply that it's from North Korea. But I don't know if that's a thing. I don't think it is. I don't know. Well, they just say northern. They don't necessarily say. Well, they northern. say that it was invented during the war. So I think that uh, that's be. fair. That might be true. Also, we got some bonding between the main three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> freaking Mori <laughs> accidentally throws uh, throws the girl's sword into like the Europe. river. Mira. I wanted to say Mari, and I was like, it can't be Mori and Mari. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mira and Mori isn't... It's not as bad as Mori and Mari. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, and so she and uh, Mori and Dewi all work together to fish it out of the lake or the river mm -hmm. uh, and kind of talk about their ambitions. Uh, Mori has the Goku motivation. He just wants to fight strong guys. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Mira wants to revive her family's sword dojo, and uh, Dewi just wants cash. Well, they showed that he has like a sick relative or something. Yeah, he, so. he has he has a sick relative, mm -hmm. but he, he when he says that a lot, he's just like, I want money. Yeah, I'm sure we'll <laughs> yeah. get more into that. Mm -hmm. I didn't look at the bracket and see when they're going to have to fight each other, Pull but on. I'm sure we're going to get there. I know they said that um, Mori and whatever the bad guy's name is, they're going to be in the semifinals. Monseok. Monseok, okay. Assuming that Mori isn't disqualified, which I mean, insane. he's not going to be, let's face it. Yeah. He's the main character. <laughs> I think what's going to happen is that uh, he is going to. Like, he's, they're going to be about to kick him out. And then. Uh, Mujin, the the bad guy who's in charge of the tournament, is gonna be like, let him stay because he's interesting or something like that. I don't necessarily know if he's a bad guy or if he's he didn't like guy's... blow up an island that had people on it, right? Yeah. But and then those... he flew up and then he flew over to the United States and blew some people up there too. So right, but I think there's someone above him, like because he's only the organizer of this district of the tournament. You Maybe. know what I mean? He yeah, I think he's I think he's definitely a bad guy. Well, either he's going to stop him, or Monsu is going to be like, no, I want to fight him. Let's keep him in here, you know? Because if not, then he'd just beat up a random guy on the street, and I don't even know if he's able to do that. Um, there is more shameless self-promotion of Webtoons and Country Roll, which I'm here for. Honestly, yeah. I think it's funny. <laughs> and then there's also a couple of rules mentioned, that the fights go until you're unconscious or give up. I think that was in the last episode. Maybe, maybe but stupid. there's also, if you're knocked out of the ring for any reason, you have to return within 20 seconds. Yeah, which I think is interesting, because some people's strategy might revolve around, like, ring outs. Whereas normally, like, a ring out is pretty easy. Like, you have to work for a ring out here. Yeah, like, you knock them out and then have to play, like, King of the Hill to keep them off the ring. Yeah, I'm sure that's how someone's going to win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This episode, it kind of happened, but I'm like, there, it's not. He's just doing it for fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, poor Gamdo. He kind of got done dirty. Yeah, but he also should have gave in once both his arms are broken. Yeah. You know. 
I'm like, I agree, but also, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, like, I mean, technically, nothing Monsayok did was against the rules. I guess he could have just thrown him out of the ring. Yeah. He still has legs, though. Yeah. I guess you could just break someone's legs and throw them out of the ring, and then you win. Well, they did show at the beginning of this um, that Mira did break Mori's neck. Yeah. Oops. Um, (laughs) Oops. And they repaired it using the nanorobots that they injected. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he'd be fine. I think he pretty much just can't die. In the I think so. Oh, yeah, because the nanomachines, son. Yeah. They, they do everything. Which, you know what, I'm fine with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To give as a reason for why they can just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, it makes and things more fun play, yeah. when, when they can just, like, have blood spraying everywhere and then just be fine afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to vote to retain, because this is cool. Yeah. I also yeah, Yeah, no, I'm retaining. Like, this is fun. Oh, yeah. It's the tournament arc. I want to see the... I want to see Sung Chul and uh, the wrestler fight. Not each other, necessarily, but the two of them. Yeah. I think... Well, something I'm a little cautious about this show is how normally tournament arcs are fun because they're low stakes so that it's possible that the main character can lose. However, because the whole show revolves around the tournament, it like it kind of feels like they might not like there's the stakes are too high for the main character to lose because then the show would be over. Well, here's the this thing: is though. only prelims. Yeah, this is prelims. Only one person is going to win the tournament, but mm-hmm. we have three main characters, so to speak. Yeah. So I think any one of those three could win and it would still be fine because the other three would still go or the other two would still go to have have they specified the top three advance? No. No. I don't think so. I think it's just the winner. Okay. I don't think they've even I don't think they've necessarily said that it was just the winner. I think they've just said that They've implied it, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but that basically means that they're not going to lose until they fight each other. That's true. Which, to be fair, I already thought that. Yeah. Like, in the fight today of Go against me, the other guy, we already knew he was going to win. Like, there's no way they take out the antagonist in the first fight against the guy that they didn't even show, I think, in the first episode. They showed him in the first episode, but it was just kind of in the background, like. Oh yeah, this guy exists. Okay. Really, the only fights that they're gonna struggle with are gonna be the ones with the people who they've shown. Mm-hmm. And even then, I don't think they're gonna lose until it's a character that we've seen talk. Really. Next up on our list is Japan Sinks. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, the family, along with a couple of other people opt to head west and abandon Tokyo amid reports that the Japanese archipelago is sinking. Dad butchers a hog, but is killed by an unexploded landmine. Uh, which was very shocking to me. Yeah, well, I was like, oh, this is a much happier episode than the first one. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Never mind. I think the reason for that is that pretty much this whole episode was built around how the dad is the one who's, like, keeping the group together and keeping their spirits raised. No, totally. And so that way, for at the end of the episode, when he gets yeeted everywhere, uh, he... We feel that loss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, maybe he survives, but we saw his arm. Yeah. (laughs) If we didn't see that, it'd be like, maybe he survived. Yeah. But no, no his hand got blown off and all that. He's dead. He's, yeah, he's dead. Like, that was just... It hurt. Yeah. It hurt my heart. Yeah. <clears throat> and I am like... glad, at least, that the son went back over the fence first before that happened. Like, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oof. And, like, as the dad was blowing up, there was the flashback to the daughter, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, I love yams. Because that's what the dad was digging for. Yeah, because yeah, she didn't did. want to eat the hog, so that was why he went over there to get yams. Yeah. 
they did that in the first episode too. Kind of, they were like, "Oh, I love my house," as they were showing all the devastation and whatever. Mm-hmm. I love how unique it is and whatever, and you know, it's destroyed. Oof. I think they're going to do stuff similar to that throughout the series, which I'm fine with. So I'm mentioning this because I know I mentioned it last episode. They did show the kid that the mom rescued from the airplane. Yeah. He was with his dad. Yeah. But they wound up going east instead of west. So whether they're going to do well uh, is remains to be seen. Yeah. Well, their only justification was that pretty much satellite images showed that there was no lights on the eastern side, I believe. There were less lights. And it's like, well, we should go west then. That's why the family went west. The other people went east because there were supplies at a depot somewhere. Yeah. Well, there was like a distribution center for like general stores. Yeah. Which, to be fair, both are valid. Yeah. Because we did see like they struggled for food and water. Mm -hmm. Not that much of a struggle, but you know. Damn the end of this episode. Ah, I wish we should have done that OVA, man. Right? This is our show. Yeah. I I think we do one episode at a time. I still think I, we got to commit to what we've done. We can't just keep changing the format. <laughs> we can't change the format just because we want to rip the Band-Aid off. That doesn't mean we can't complain about it every time. Yeah. This is going to become a fixture of the podcast. The three of us just be like, ah, I want to finish this. I will say, I. it wasn't until I moved on to a different end, but I'm like, you know what? I did enjoy this OP because it's very calm, which is not normal. Yeah, yeah. This, this show in general has a very sedate soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, in contrast to what's happening. Well, like, it's not really a high action show. No, it's not. No. So like, and, I feel like an intense soundtrack wouldn't really fit it as well. In general, the music takes a backseat whenever like big things are happening to mm-hmm. for the sound design to come through. And the music's only in the quieter moments. Yeah. I would almost call the show a horror drama. Or maybe a disaster drama. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's oh so good, but so it's, rough. It's a hard watch week to week for sure. Yeah. Like I was watching Anime Friday and I'm like, I can't watch it tonight. I can't do it. Because then you just keep watching. Well, because like I wasn't in the headspace. I'm like, I cannot do this. Yeah. I cannot watch a show that's going to make me hurt. Yeah. Uh, this is Chris, right? Screw you, Chris. <laughs> Regardless of all this, I still vote to retain because I want to see where it goes. So good, I'm retaining. Yeah, same. All right. That is three retains for Japan Sinks 2020. Yeah. Next up is Kanokari. Uh, Not only do Chizuru and Kazuya go to the same school, they also live next door to one another. (laughs) (laughs) After maintaining the illusion to Kazuya's grandmother again, Chizuru agrees to let Kazuya rent her every week to go see her. Unfortunately, this leads to her being accidentally introduced to Kazuya's whole social circle. Uh, oof. As his girlfriend. Not yeah, just as his girlfriend, yes. yes. Also, at this point, it's at this point that I would like to begin the weekly tradition of saying, fuck mommy. Yes. Yeah. Mommy's She's the worst. She's a bitch. She's like one of those characters that's like jealous of her former boyfriend, even if she's not with him anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, for a bit of clarification, um, Mommy is main guy's Kazuya. Is, yeah, his ex girlfriend. Yeah. And she was at this drinking party that he kind of got drugged along to with Chizuru. Which, to be fair, his friends didn't know about. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh no, I'm over him." But then when he went to the bathroom, she's like, "Yeah, he's." She badmouthed him. Was like. Oh my, he's such a horny person. Sometimes he couldn't stand up because of his boner or whatever. And he wanted, he wanted to kiss me even if he just had garlic. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that's not okay. And then Chizuru stood up for him and he's just like, no, no, it's nothing. Which also isn't okay, but I at least understand his. He's mortified slash still kind of in love with mommy. Yeah. Which is also... Like, 
a weird thing to say. And this this brings us to our second weekly tradition. Kazi is a shithead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about that, or is it just true? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, we're, that's basically what we have been saying. Okay, fair enough. I will say, he did try and come clean to his grandmother. Mm-hmm. But Shizuru felt bad for him and kind of extended the charade, so to speak. Yeah. But, and... I do like the gimmicks that those two get up to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I did enjoy like they're talking in the elevator, how they got mad at each other for neither one wanted to be the reason. Right. To be like, no, we can't go because of this. I didn't like mommy in this episode. No. <laughs> and I hope she's not in future ones. She's in the OP though. But I know. Yeah. She's going to be part of the show. Yeah. I know something and something I'd like to point out that I just think is kind of funny is that in the manga, uh, them realizing that their next door neighbors happens at the end of the second chapter. So like the first chapter and second chapter pretty much end on the same beat of them, like realizing they're closer to each other than they think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I I just like the way they did it in the anime of it happening. Yeah. So that way it's less, oh yeah, we're ending at the same place as the first episode and more, oh, haha, it's just going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, speaking of stuff keeping going, next week's a beach episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, baby. beach episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I honestly didn't realize the beach ep- episode was so soon, but like, I don't actually remember like why it would take so long to get there well they might want to get it out of the way now yeah (laughs) so that way story stuff can happen later or something it is summer i don't i don't know yeah or they might want to introduce a new character i don't know the manga but i think that's probably it is that they want to introduce all the all four girls first yeah i want to know more about eyebrow girl sumi is that her name Uh, the pink haired girl yeah yeah, I don't want to know more about mommy. So no. she can go jump in a lake. And really, it'd be one thing if if she wasn't so like if she wasn't like, oh, I'm over him. And then whatever. It'd be like, well, at least we understand. But don't don't put on such a front and then obviously be jealous. You know, Yeah. I just she's a big meanie. Yeah, she's a big fat meanie that can suck a big fat weenie although fun fact she's voiced by Aoi Yuki who is also the voice of Hototo in Opera Ranman (laughs) very different characters yeah I mean to be fair though most kids are voiced by females so that's yeah not surprising. But it yeah. was it was pretty revolutionary when the original Full Metal Alchemist show had an actual little boy voice Al. Hmm. And then they changed it. Then they changed it because he got old by the time that Brotherhood <laughs> came around. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I'm hearing is that we should watch the original. No. Because it's <laughs> dumb and stupid. And I hate it. Oh, but they did like one arc better than the other one. Shut up. That doesn't make up for the rest of it. I'm sorry, that was a straw man, but it's my opinion. Okay, anyways. um, <laughs> Do you have anything else to add about this episode? Oh, I guess also, they can't really come clean to the friends, because the friends know the grandmother somehow. Uh, basically, um, Kibe, who is his friend without the glasses, is, like, they were, like, childhood friends, so he's he's, like, he knows his grandmother really well. And so... He thinks basically the reason they don't tell him it's all a charade is because they're afraid that he's going to go back and tell the grandma. Okay. I I did like that the grandma plays gotcha games in this one. Yeah. (laughs) And she got someone that looks just like... um, It looks like Cheezer. Yeah. Grandma's the best character. Does she have a name? Nagomi. Grandma is the best character, for sure. That's my takeaway here. I wanted to say Sayuri, but that's the that's Chizuru's grandma. Fair enough. Uh, do we have anything else on this one right now? 
I don't think so. I'm good. All right. Then I'm going to go ahead and retain this one. I like it. It's good. Nice. I'm going to retain this one. And I'm probably going to retain it every week. Yeah, I'm going to retain it as well. I like the interaction between Kazi and Chizuru. Not between him and Mommy. Yeah. Mommy okay. can go eat a banana. She can go ride a circus ride. And then choke on it. Yeah. On a circus ride? Yes. Banana. Well, yes, that too. Why not? Choke on the circus ride while riding Why the limit banana? your options, John? <laughs> All right. Go, go ride a banana and eat a circus ride. Uh, and next up on our list is Monster Girl Doctor. In this episode, uh, Safi and Dr. Glenn go visit Not Venice to uh, get supplies uh, and wind up treating mermaid pneumonia in the process. I mean, this is the same city, right? No, it's a different city. I don't think it was pneumonia. It's something. I don't know. Yeah, it was, It's more I, like pneumonia than anything else. She wasn't else, in I think. the water enough yeah. to use her lung or her gills or whatever. Like, I honestly feel like it's a ailment that is so that it's like specific to mermaids and wouldn't really doesn't really have a human counterpart well he said it's like if a human spent three-fourths of the day in the water kind of right didn't he say that? not really I, he said it, I guess it was more like dehydration i think so yeah because something like that like, I don't think it's ammonia because he said that the gills felt dry, like there wasn't well, any mucus, and ammonia is like excess. Well, fluid well Chris, ammonia the... is an element. Well, it's not ammonia either. Yeah, it's, is it's... ammonia an element? Uh, ammonia. I don't think it's an element. I think it's. Oh a no, it's a compound. Like a compound. Yeah. Yep. I'm stupid. Whatever. I will say chemistry's for nerds. He does just flat out stick his fingers up her gills, and they. It's like it, that one vine with the mac and cheese. It's very heavily implied that it feels good to her. Yeah. Yeah. And like his fingers come out and they're all covered in juice. It's nasty. It's Yeah, it's... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kisses her to um, make her breathe again. Somehow. It was basically like... Um, I think what happened was he took the air from his lungs and... And blew it into her lungs. Yeah, to kind of jumpstart her respiratory system. Mm. Yeah. So I think she needed to fill her lungs with air, so that way they would switch. Switch over to the gills. Yeah. Yeah. Which, speaking of gills, I do appreciate that the gills are on the side of the stomach, not on the neck. Yeah. Is this a big pet peeve for you? Um, I mean, not until I realized it, but I feel like a lot of times mermaid gills are on the neck, and it's like, well, that doesn't work, actually. I've seen them like, be on a character's face stuff. before. Yeah, that's fair. But at least in the face, there's possibly room for stuff to happen. Like in the neck, it's just your veins, trachea, and spinal column. Like, well, that's in a human. Who knows about that? Well, fair enough. Fair I feel enough. like evolutionarily it would make more sense to have our hearts where our faces are and vice versa. Why? And our brains in our... Yeah, because then your brain and your heart would be real close to each other, so you wouldn't have to worry about having a stroke or whatever. Maybe I'm insane. Yes, but I, I think <laughs> the thing is, your heart has to pump blood to everywhere, so imagine blood in your feet having to go all the way up to your heart. Yeah, yeah, the that's veins, true. Which are a lot lower pressure. That's that's a good point. You probably wouldn't be able to get it up back up there. Yeah, Unless Maybe. you're a giraffe. <laughs> I'm a giraffe. I just really like the idea of people just having nothing on their face and just having a face on their chest. That that just that just sounds honest, weird. If like honestly, if you're not gonna have the face on the head, there's no point to have the head. I'd agree with that. Actually, yeah, you're right. Just be walking torsos. Just be um the hand guys <laughs> from Spy Kids. Yeah, the thumb thumbs. Sure. Except they have a thumb for a head. Well, get rid of the thumb. You know, just be an um um. They'll just be a hyphen because you took out the thumb, so it's just right. hyphen in the middle. <laughs> when you don't have anything to say about the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, to be fair, like, we don't. 
the only emotion this made me feel was kind of disgust at that uh, one I part. Was, I was surprised that the mermaid driving them around was a guy. Yeah. And he there was a dude. Spoke. There was a dude with a speaking part. Damn. I like to stay alive. I liked the setting of like a city or like a set a uh, district in the city being like completely underwater, like Venice. Yeah. For like the underwater monsters, I thought that yeah, was cool. yeah. more so and, in than in Venice because in Venice they at least have walking streets. Yeah, and they also showed some backstory that I thought was interesting. That Safi was pretty much a prisoner of sorts. Yeah, so that the trading company uh, would work out, and they wouldn't back in him. back in medieval and classical times. It was pretty common for like different countries to exchange hostages to make sure that they abided by the terms of whatever treaty. Right, mm-hmm. but I thought that was interesting. And they didn't do a bad job of world building. They just then yeah. went and fingered a mermaid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that kind of eclipses everything else in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and for that reason, I am going to fire this one this week. Yeah, I have to fire it because it's like, it's not going to get better than this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't think this episode was bad. I just, I feel like we've pretty much seen everything this show is going to offer. And I don't care too much to watch it every week. So I'm going to fire it as well. All right. So that is also three fires for Monster Girl, Doctor. Say, also, they did not give um, Dr. Glenn much personality in this either. No, he's they just kind a of a little bit, but not too much. What if what if he was just like Dr. McCoy and he was sarcastic and an asshole all the time? That'd be great. Yeah, but the problem is then people wouldn't like him, in theory. Like, why though. would all these girls fall over this sarcastic asshole? It'd be funny, though. Although, I don't know. I, I feel know. like Dr. McCoy had girlfriends on Star Trek. Like, I honestly feel like even if he... If he were a sarcastic asshole, I feel like... I still feel like all the girls who are in love with him would still be in love with him. That's fair, because let's face it, yeah. Like, it's like not even from, like, tropes of the genre, but from, like, the reasons they are. There's, like... Yeah. Like, his personality doesn't have anything to do with it, really. Yeah, that's true. Every time that McCoy and Spock argue, McCoy is right. Don't at me. Uh, at next, John. Next on our list... It, or last on our list is Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. Uh, it's just hang, isn't it? It's just hang. It's it's same thing, really. Oh, I'll show you something hanging. No, please. Gross. I'm your cousin. <laughs> I was going to show you an apple tree with a bunch of nice, juicy fruit. Andrew, that's just a euphemism for your penis. Well, maybe I'm talking to John, okay, Chris? I don't want to... Off with his penis. I, didn't, I actually meant to say head, but I, I, I said the wrong word. It still works. Brian slip. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this episode... Uh, I hate having all these etchy shows John, around. They make us say horrible shit. Freudian slip me your Freudian nips. What? I don't know. I'm trying to make a rhyme with slip and nip, okay? Andrew, go to bed. I just woke up. That's the problem. Go back to bed and get yeah, on a normal sleep schedule. Ah, lol. Last on our list is uh, Uzaki-chan wa Asobitai. We're going to avoid it completely. Uh, she wants to hang. Much to Shinichi's dismay, Uzaki discovers his part-time job at the coffee shop. Oof. Uzaki gets stuck in a bush. A debate <laughs> over spending the night. Um... I'll say before we get into too much, yeah, the animations in the show are good. Not yeah. as good as seen yesterday for me, but they are. I feel like one of the better yeah. ones. Yeah, some of some of the stuff that uh, that they choose to animate is pretty funny. Like uh, when she's doing all those hand signals to try and communicate with him from the bottom. <laughs> of the <cafeteria>. Yeah, <laughs> uh, good GIF material there. GIF. Hey, yes. leave, leave my sight and never <laughs> return. <laughs> well, done. Yeah, I can't see you right now, so you've already done um, half of this. Yeah, but I did like the coffee shop, how he's like, she's like, oh, you're not treating like a normal customer. He does it. She laughs no. at him. Yeah. Which is exactly what he said was going to right. happen. <laughs> and the old guy's like, 
this is the best thing I've seen in forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the boss. He's he's just like he he keeps like contriving reasons for them to hang out in the shop so he can laugh at them. Boss is the ultimate wingman. Does he have a name? You, you haven't read the manga, so I don't no. Know. Give sec, give sec. Whenever you say that, I always think you're you're saying that the character's name is Gibsec, and I'm like, I don't Gibsec. think that's right. Yeah. There's gonna be a character named Gibsec, and it's gonna confuse the heck out of you, John. Um, when she was stuck in the bush, why did he spank her and say, "Put that ass away"? Because he didn't want to see her ass, I suppose. That's, that's then hot. why not just fix her skirt? Because it's hotter if he spanks her. Because he's kind of a dick. Yeah, that's oh, fair enough. He is really kind of unnecessarily mean to her quite a bit. Yeah. Like, she's not, she's, yes, she is kind of boisterous, but she really doesn't, she's not, she doesn't have ill intentions. Yeah. I will say, um, like, I did think most of this episode was funny. The stuck in the bush part got a bit too, okay, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I like, she was like, you have a friend? <laughs> And then was like, are you okay? Are they holding you hostage? <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the third part of this episode? Uh, so they went to the coffee shop again. And she tried to invite herself over to right. his place. And he she's thinks like, that she's being dirty, but she just wants to play some new game that he's got. Well, not only that, but she's like, it's also closer and stuff. And I can cook for you. We can sleep in the same bed. Ooh. She said, like, we can sleep together so we don't have to worry about who sleeps where or something, right? Didn't she say that? I ship it. I mean, that's okay. It's literally, like, the ship so far, unless you ship him with the old man. I like the old man, but not in a, in a shipping way. <laughs> and, like, looking at the, like, the, key, the promotional art, it looks like it's going to be more there's a secondary couple instead of an alternate romance option. Well, so there's his friend, which is, we saw him, he was blonde hair, but we didn't actually see him. And I think he's in the OP. Yeah. There's her sister. And I think there's someone else that we haven't met yet. Yeah. Or it looks like her sister. And then, of course, the old guy. Like, there's only six characters, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, sure, whatever. As long as the characters are interesting, that's fine. We really only had four in seeing yesterday for me. Yeah. yeah. There was that out. one guy who was in one episode. Well, I would say we have six, because we had Rose Friend, and then we had the coffee shop lady, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, of yeah. the... Are we, are we... Have we decided whether Konokari is etchy or not? I think it. I think if this is etchy, Kanokari is etchy. Okay. So this is definitely more etchy, but I think Kanokari. I haven't seen read the manga, but I think. I mean, next episode's beach episode. Like, let's face it. Yeah. Uh. This one, I don't mind it so much. I like. I don't have as much of a distaste for it as I had for our other two etchy. So I think I will continue to. I'll let it see another week. I'm gonna retain it. Yeah, I'm also going to retain. Yeah, well, like, this show ha does have its humor going for it, that Monster Girl Doctor and Peter Grill. I mean, Peter Grill had humor, but yeah, we're not. It had one that. joke. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll retain it. Yeah. I actually originally went into this episode thinking I was going to fire Uzaki, but then I was like, nah. I, I thought about it more, and I was like, nah, it's not. It's not. That I mean, good. the jokes landed. Yeah, it, it's like, that's pretty good. We have a tie. This is the first. Is this the first time we've had a tie where it was two shows that we all three fired? Uh, uh, I'm checking. I think so. I think we had a no. tie for two fires, didn't we? We had a tie for Tommy Yomi and Woodpecker Detective Office last season. That's right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which then so Woodpecker yeah. went right after, so you know. Yeah. Both Monster Girl Doctor and Demon King Academy were each given three fires by uh, the three of us. And so we are turning to you, the audience, for help. Uh, when this episode goes live, there will be a poll on our Twitter. Uh, you can follow us at, at WapperCast, and you'll see the poll there. 
Uh, you guys can vote on which of these shows you would like to see live another week and which one you would like us to uh, drop now. Uh, I look forward to seeing your results. And speaking of Twitter polls, the results for our next OVA came in, and we will be watching Kill a Kill. Suck yeah. it, nerds! So, look out for that on August 14th. Yeah. That was my pick, that's why I yeah. said it. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've all seen Kill a Kill before. This will be interesting, because this is the first right. time we've done one where we've all seen the show before. And yeah. I'm pretty sure we all liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, because we will. I mean, we should be fair, but yeah, it has been a minute. Yeah, and if you want to talk about Etchy, that's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We got a horny OVA as well. (laughs) Does? I mean, have you seen the show, John? I didn't remember there being an OVA, but sure. No, like. No, we our OVA is a horny show. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Man, season three is just the horny season. It really is. I know. The nope, all I got is peas in, and that's not horny. I believe that's all we've got for you today uh, on the weekly anime performance review. So, uh, this has been your weekly anime performance review. I've been John, your CEO of Weebs. I've been Chris, your Duke of Daddy Everywhere. And I've been Andrew, your CEO of the Gloomy Face, Gloomy Villain Face Loners. That'll do it for us this week. Uh, have a good week, everyone. Ravioli. <laughs>